Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Um, I wanted to take a few minutes and just share a review from a recent listener, Laura. So Laura said this, I love your podcast. I binge listened to the first 12 episodes and then started over binging them again with my kids in the car so they could hear it. I love your choice to keep them short and sweet. It helped keep the concepts simplified in my brain. And the way you review an old one and then recap the current one at the end, keep up the great work. I'm so thankful for this resource you are providing that is helpful for kids and parents to listen to together. It's got me wishing there were more family-friendly podcasts like that that help parents and kids come together on a topic in such an accessible and meaningful way in order to learn together. Oh my gosh, Laura, thank you. Thank you, thank you. This feedback means the world to me. I'm so thankful you're listening to the episodes together with your kids. I truly have a heart to help two generations learn this valuable skill at the same time. I feel like it is important. I feel like in the world that we're living in today, we have to be able to have discernment. We have to be able to discern what's good thinking from what's bad thinking. Because you know why? Thinking leads to ideas Idea and all ideas have consequences. All ideas have consequences. And so you have to know that the ideas you're entertaining are even sound, are even solid, are even true, are even right. And we can know truth. There is truth and we can know it. And I firmly believe that. And that's why that's why we do this. So thank you, Laura. Um, I'm so happy you're listening with your kids. Um, Yeah, makes me happy. All right, let's dive into our new fallacy for today. It is called the hasty generalization fallacy. All right, the hasty generalization fallacy happens when you make an assumption about a group of things or a group of people that's based on too small of a sample size. It's when someone comes to a conclusion about a group of things or people, but doesn't actually have enough evidence to truly back it up. All right, here's an example of what I mean. If someone were to say, my great aunt Ethel has smoked a pack of cigarettes every day for the last 75 years and she has no health issues, so clearly cigarette smoking isn't that bad for your health. Okay, do you see the error here? I would be using, or that person would be using, one individual on which to base their conclusion that smoking isn't really that bad. One person. That is too small of a sample size when you compare it to the group of all smokers. So that conclusion is automatically going to be faulty. Here's another example. Uh, My older sister tried to parallel park yesterday, and it was a disaster. It took her 10 minutes, and I had to get out of the car to guide her. Clearly, women are terrible at parallel parking. Okay, that's a hasty generalization. Just because one woman can't parallel park doesn't mean that all women are terrible at it, too. So the hasty generalization fallacy is basically a form of what we would call jumping to conclusions. When you take too small of a sample size, you won't really get a realistic view of the entire group. You're missing or leaving out too many other relevant facts. In order to form a good, solid conclusion about a group of things or people, you have to look at all the available data, not just a small amount. And again, I've talked about this before, but 
one of the reasons we do this is due to the way our brains work. We have what's called cognitive biases, which I'll be talking about in season two. These biases want to make sense of things, to categorize things in group. It's just the way that that plays out is not necessarily good. We hastily make assumptions about entire groups based on just a little bit of information. So this is why we have to actively work against those biases sometimes in order to have good thinking. Here, here's another example that uh, we homeschool, we're a homeschool family that we've run into a lot in homeschool. We have had people say, oh, I know a homeschooling family and their kids are really weird. Why would you want your kids to be weird? You should send them to regular school. <laughs> okay, hopefully you can see the hasty generalization already. Just because you knew one homeschool family who had a quote unquote weird kid, does that mean that all homeschoolers are weird? Or that it's even homeschooling that made them quote unquote weird? I'll tell you what, I wasn't homeschooled. I went to a Christian school and even there, we had our fair share of what we considered to be weird kids. So clearly that's a hasty generalization. Making an assumption on a whole group of people just based off one, one incident that you know, um, is not accurate. And hey, let me just throw this out here. For those of my awesome listeners who are high schoolers, please know this. What's considered weird, quote unquote weird, in high school pretty much disappears after you graduate. You need to know this. Things are totally different in the adult world. So don't get wrapped up in labels like that because they're ridiculous and it's really not a thing out in the real world. So be kind to yourself be kind to others because promise you all that stuff goes away. Okay. End of a uh, little tidbit there. So here's the question to ask yourself if to determine if you or someone else is making a hasty generalization fallacy. Just because this one person is a certain way, does that really mean that all people like them are also that way? Let me say it again a little differently. Just because this one thing is a certain way, does that really mean that all things like it are also that way? All right, there you have it. Up next, we're going to be talking about one that's a little hard to pronounce. It's called personal incredulity. And yes, I'll explain what that means. But remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life. 